What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's going on, Warriors? Welcome to episode 43 of Thriving in the Trenches with me, Josh Jones, also known as Jonesy. I wanted to start off today talking about um, thought life and distraction methods and really just discomfort in general. Where this stem from, stems from for me is that um, I spent a good portion of my life where basically if I were alone and not distracting myself in some way, I would go down a deep, dark road in my head, just kind of get trapped in there in this abyss of uh, just negativity and thinking about all the things that I've screwed up in the world or all the times that I've been a horrible father or a horrible friend or a horrible boyfriend, horrible son, whatever. I just really get caught up on these negative things and kind of almost, I hate to use the term depression, like not in the clinical sense, but I would kind of just bring myself down and get sad. And I mean, in reality, even if you're equipped to deal with it, even if I'm equipped to deal with sadness, I don't like necessarily feeling sad. And so, you know, just over time, I think I really adapted multiple, um, like distraction techniques, avoidance techniques, where I would just be able to keep my mind engaged enough so I wouldn't think about these things. I would just check out in reality by watching TV or have a couple drinks, like not to get sloshed, but just a little bit to take the edge off to where it's like I'm not really as focused or connected to the thoughts in my mind or, you know, just surrounding myself with people, surrounding myself with work, but whatever it was, just to stay out of my head and not face the things that were actually going on in there. And therein lies a problem because when we don't address the things that we're dealing with, if we don't address the things that bring us down, then they never really get corrected. Like we end up, like I ended up struggling with the same things over and over for years and years and years and just stuck in a cycle of, you know, I'm up, I'm down, I'm back up, I'm back down. And, you know, just going through this, like I said, just a cycle of crazy. And it really wasn't until I started doing some work on myself. And ultimately, I mean, you guys hear me talk about emotions all the time, but learning to really accept it, it's okay to have these feelings. It's okay <laughs> to not be okay, which is a very cliche saying. I'd heard it many a times before, and I'm sure all of you guys have heard that before, but you know, it never really hit home with me. It never really resonated. It was just like a, a cool catchy thing to say when I'm not feeling good, like, well, it's okay to be okay. And I got a cool catchphrase to go with it. So must be all right. But in reality, it did nothing to address like what I was feeling, what I was thinking, what I was doing. And again, it was just a catchy phrase. Um, as I've learned to really, again, like starting at the base, like accept that my emotions are valid 
And as I've expanded on that, except that we were all created with emotions. And again, not to make this a, a spiritual podcast, but I don't really believe in a, a creator that accidentally gave us all emotions and did it to every single human on earth. So they serve a purpose. Fear, surprise, sadness, anger, joy, all of those things, they, they serve a purpose in us. And when I really started accepting that even as a man, I'm allowed to, to be upset sometimes. Even as a man, I'm allowed to cry. As a man, I'm allowed to be like, I just feel really off and I don't understand why. Once I started learning to accept those things about myself, it made it more bearable, I guess, in some ways, because it's now, it's like, no, these are normal emotions as opposed to the old way of thinking that there must be something wrong with me. I must be weak because I'm struggling with this. I must be a pansy because I'm sad over something that happened. I must be a coward because I get scared, you know, and all of those lies that I told myself, whereas once I accepted that these emotions are real and valid, those, those conversations that I had with myself kind of went away. But at the same time, and I think what's important to recognize is those feelings are not comfortable. They're not comfortable at all. And I know at least for myself, and I'd imagine this ties into a lot of other people out there, but we don't always tend to embrace discomfort. And, you know, I actually heard something again from my mentor and very wise man, Justin Dulhanty today, but a lot of us try to get used to being uncomfortable from a position of comfort. That's like trying to get used to bench pressing like twice your body weight while sitting I don't know, at home eating bonbons or whatever. I don't know. I like cookies myself, so we'll go that route. But, uh, you know, I mean, maybe kind of silly analogy, but how can you adapt to something when you're sitting in and embracing the exact opposite of it? And to my knowledge, it's not possible. You can attempt to mentally prepare yourself for things. And there are some things that I think we can do to be better equipped to face an uncomfortable situation. But at the end of the day, you're, you're not like, I'm not going to get used to something that's uncomfortable by being in a comfortable seat. I have to put myself in that. And so what I mean by that is once I learn to accept these emotions, these feelings, these different things going on, accept that, hey, it's okay to have a bad day. Well, I still had to allow myself to sit in those negative feelings. And I specifically left out thoughts, which almost came out of my mouth because the negative thoughts are something that we do have a little bit more control over. And I'll get back to that in a minute. But the feelings, the, the emotions, those are, those are going to be there. They're going to come up. And the more that 
in my past that I tried to fight against those things and deny them and reason my way out of them, the more I was bound up by them, the more they owned me. And so again, once I learned to accept that it's okay to feel this, that, that it's normal to have emotional responses to things, and I learned to sit in that and accept the discomfort that came with it, well, that discomfort slowly started being less uncomfortable. It slowly started becoming less of a burden. It slowly started becoming comfortable. And I don't want to get it twisted. I'm not saying that I recommend or that I live in a state of being down in the dumps or experiencing negative emotions. Like by no means am I saying that that should be our standard. I know for me, my baseline is, is a baseline. It's neutral. Um, I strive to actually, I take that back because I strive to, to thrive and to live in, in joy, knowing that there's going to be, you know, hills and valleys, there's going to be ups and downs, but I did spend a lot of my life living in, in the, in the valleys and not like the green, nice valleys that are enjoyable, but like in those valleys of just like crap and darkness and whatever else you want to associate with it. For me, it was insecurities. It was depression. It was, you know, just feeling not enough. And, um, now like that's not the case. And I do occasionally have things that come up that, that want to drag me back down. But again, learning to just accept it, things are going to happen. Like life is a very dynamic thing. Life is constantly moving, constantly moving. And so sometimes there are going to be those things that upset me. There are going to be those times when my daughters are getting frustrated, frustrating, and I kind of start to get upset and I lose my temper. And it's, it's at that point where it's a choice for me to sit in that mood and be just again, let my thoughts take over and hold me in that place of feeling inadequate as a father. Or I can choose to kind of detach from the thoughts for a minute and just accept like, okay, you know what? Something happened and like, this doesn't feel real great right now. And that's it. Like it's right now that it doesn't feel great but this will not be my, my normal state. This won't be my resting state. Like I accept it. I acknowledge it. It's okay that I had this, this experience. And now I get to choose how to move forward. I get to choose to go to my daughters and be like, Hey, you know what? Daddy made a mistake. Daddy shouldn't have got so upset, whatever the case may be. And now we move forward. Like let's, let's enjoy the rest of our day. Let's enjoy the rest of our time together. But Again, like I, I say all this because for me, it started out with accepting that it's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to have these emotions. And now I can sit here completely sober, TV off, no video games, no people to talk to, nothing, like no distractions, just me and my thoughts. And it truly is a peaceful place my kind of default mindset, my resting mindset has switched from a place of when there's no distractions, thinking about all the negatives to 
wow, what's going to be possible once I complete this coaching program that I'm going through? What's going to be possible at the new job that I might be taking? What's going to be possible if X, Y, Z, whatever, what, what's the next adventure I can go on? You know, it's, it's just positive based. It's, it's vision based. It's like whatever, I don't, I don't know how you might term it, but I mean, for me, again, it's just like positive outcome based. And, um, it's a really great place to be. I share all this as an encouragement that, uh, we don't, we don't have to live from, you know, pit to pit, depression to depression. We can live in joy. We can live in victory. We can live a winning life. And it doesn't have to be tied to money, possessions, whatever, all the things that the world would say makes us successful. It, it's within us and it's what we can get comfortable with. It's about us accepting being uncomfortable with certain things. And it's about us just choosing to live a better way. Now I'd be lying if I said it was just a simple process of one day for me, I woke up and decided, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I mean, that was definitely a starting point, but it did take a lot of a lot of work on myself, a lot of vulnerability, a lot of reaching out to other men, um, <laughs> a lot of just really burying my soul. And a lot like the stuff that you hear on this podcast from day one, I, I really try to be very transparent and very open about who I am and what I am and what my struggles and challenges are. And I think starting that process of vulnerability was probably one of the hardest things looking at myself in the mirror and being brutally honest was it was nerve wracking and it was painful at times like downright painful but it's been so worth it and i think that's the challenge i want to throw out to anybody listening is that you know if if you take stock of what you do when you're not at work or engaged with family or something when you when you legitimately have free time a what are you doing with that free time how aware of of your mind and your thoughts are you really being at that point and if you're doing that like where does your mind go where does it wander to like really take a look at that and evaluate that and you know, if there's flaws, then there's lots of resources out there to um, learn how to kind of address those things. I'm a resource. I tell you guys every week, feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can send me a message on Instagram. You can send me a message on Facebook. I mean, this is this is my passion to help people grow, to help people break free of uh, just things that, that bind them up. And I know my problems are no greater or lesser than anybody else's. But I know that I've got a lot of life experience that can, can help others. And that's always been my goal with this podcast is just to share my stories, my thoughts, my, my revelations, so to speak. And hopefully you can gain something from it, but it really does start in our heads and how we perceive certain things 
and how willing we are to accept being uncomfortable. So yeah, where does your mind go when you're alone in the dark? I hope to hear something from you guys. Um, I hope you're able to gain something out of this, at least a something to think about, spark a conversation, whatever. If you ever want to bounce some thoughts off me or you, you hear something that resonates and are kind of curious about what tools I might be able to offer, then uh, reach out, hit me up. But know that if you do find yourself living in that dark space without any kind of distractions, there's a better way. And that way starts with facing the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. I'll end this with a uh, quote from the Alpha Code Academy, which I highly recommend you start following on Instagram. Um, I kind of stumbled across it there and changed my life, but it goes like this. The fear of being alone is not actually the fear of being alone. It's the fear of being with the very person you can't stand the most, yourself. Let that sink in and if you've got to self-medicate, if you've got to get lost in TV, if you've got to call that random hookup, surround yourself with people, take on extra work, which may seem like such a positive thing, but if we're doing it to distract ourselves from actually having to deal with ourselves, there's probably some things lurking below the surface that could use a little bit of attention. And I'd encourage you to take a look and start addressing that stuff. That's all I got for this week. I love you folks and take it easy. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.